Praise Lord. Praise God, praise God. Good morning, everyone. Good afternoon, good evening, good night. Depending on what part of the world you're connected from at this time, you're welcome to Inspired by the Word. Global times of devotion with the Lord. Hallelujah. Right now, we're going to be praying. Now, I'd like to read the scripture to us. First Timothy 2, from verse 1. I thought, therefore, that first of all, supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings and for all that are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior, who will have all men to be saved and to come unto the knowledge of the truth. Hallelujah. Right now we're going to be praying, praying specifically that the Lord we send out laborers into the harvest fields of the leaders of the nations of the earth. Hallelujah. That he will send out laborers into every level of leadership, from the presidency to the Senate, to the judiciary, to even the state mayors, the local, local governments, the mayors, every level of leadership, the leaders, of even um, businesses, conglomerates, different organizations that the Lord is sending out laborers into these harvest fields. And we're seeing a huge harvest of souls. We're also seeing people standing up and taking up according to the desires of God, taking up responsibilities, being involved in politics, Christians, men and women who fear God, being involved in these aspects of governance in the nations of the earth, that these ones are making sporadic changes, changes according to real plans and purposes of God in these nations, in the environment, in the, in the localities, at their different levels, hallelujah. And as we pray, we also decree and declare concerning the 6.5 billion souls, hallelujah. We pray for these ones. This is the season of salvation. This is the season of grace. And many are coming to the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Let us begin to pray at this time. Manteki lokrondo sufraktijus zakatale brondo fraktijus namahati longredigas tasavijus vakados parados tasavina longrodogos takariros ikika korodos Thank <laughs> you. 
of liberals into these abysses of liberals into the political field we see oh God righteous men and women becoming involved in politics in nature building taking up roles and responsibilities not compromising sticking to the truth oh hallelujah Oh, Lakabaya, yes, Lika Satakabaya, Zimbro Rogoshti into Umbra Akta yes, Lika Doshi in the Umbra Antakatoja, Rato Zika Kavaraya, yes, Hallelujah, a huge, a huge. Baraka Satakabaya, Yekibusu Tukubaya, a huge arrest of souls all around the world, six point five billion souls, Likota Veno Frantica, Doshi Inta and the Plaki Dusta Aya. Oh Lord, we bless your holy name, O God. We celebrate you for you are God. Only you are God all by yourself. Likro Supri Ito Paradabashata, six point five billion souls, Lingro Gobushata Kabaya, and many Manda Frekonje in the Apalegosta Kabaya, O Shiki Kabalabasata, taking up the rules, Likro Gobushata Kabaya, yes, hallelujah, as our vestas, Pilo Kroso Tokobaya, labor us into the harvest fields of the leaders of the nations. Lord, we thank you. We bless you, Holy Name, God. We celebrate you today, O God. For you are God all by yourself. You are in charge of the affairs of men. Hallelujah. And as we pray, we change things. Hallelujah. We see results. Thank you, precious Father. Thank you, dear Lord Jesus. We worship and adore your name. We praise you, O God. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory, 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 glory. Glory. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah. Good morning, everyone. Good afternoon, good evening, depending on what part of the world you are connected from at this time. You are welcome to be inspired by the World Global Times of Devotion with the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you so very much, esteemed Amarak, for the opportunity to lead this segment. Hallelujah. Leading the children of God in the intercessory prayers for the nations of the earth. Hallelujah. Yes, we are seeing results. Testimonies abounding everywhere. Hallelujah. Right now, we are going into the praise and worship segment, after which we're going to the Rhapsody of Reality segment. Over to you, esteemed Sister Grace. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you so much, esteemed Pastor Debbie. And thank you so much, esteemed Amara, for this opportunity. Praise the Lord. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone, depending on where you're connected from. Welcome to another beautiful time of fellowship with the Holy Ghost and with ourselves as brethren. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Just wave your hands to Jesus, give him praise. 
thank him for who he is and what he's doing through us and in us. We worship you, sweet Holy Ghost. My beautifier is taking away the shame, taking away the pain. Make my life so beautiful. My beautifier is taking away the shame, taking away the pain. Made me just like you. My beautifier is taking away the shame, taking away the pain. You made my life so beautiful. My beautifier, taking away the shame, taking away the pain. You made me just like you. My beautifier, taking away the shame, taking away the pain. You made my life so beautiful. My beautifier, taking away the shame, taking away the pain. You made me just like you. My beautifier. Taking away the shame, taking away the pain. You made my life so beautiful, my beautifier. Taking away the shame, taking away the pain. You made me just like you. For you have turned my morning to dancing. You changed my story, clothed me with glory. Oh, my life now has a meaning, taking away the shame. You made me just like you, oh God. You have turned my money into dancing. Jesus clothed me with glory. And change my story. Oh, my life now has a meaning. Taking away the shame. You made me just like you. Hey, my beautifier. Taking away the shame. Taking away the pain. You made my life so beautiful. My beautifier. Taking away the shame, taking away the pain. You made me just like you, just like you. Just like you, Jesus. Just like you, oh God. Taking away the shame, you made me just like you, just like you in glory and in splendor, just like you in beauty and in grace, 
Jesus, just like you, just like you, oh, taking away the shame, it made me just like you, my beautifier, taking away the shame, taking away the pain. You made my life so beautiful, my beautifier. You're taking away the shame, you're taking away the pain. You made me just like you, eh? My beautifier, you're taking away the shame. Lord, you're taking away everything. You have made my life so beautiful. My beautifier, taking away the shame, you're taking away the pain. You made me just like you. You're taking away the pain, and you made me just like you. You are taking away the heart, and you've made me just like you. Oh, you're taking away the shame. You made me just like you. My beautifier, you're taking away the shame, Jesus. You're taking away the pain. You made my life so beautiful, God. My beautifier, you're taking away the shame. You're taking away the pain. You made me just like you. Praise God. That song was for anyone who is in any situation that has brought pain or shame. Remember that when Christ died on the cross, he took away the pain, he took away the shame. Don't stay in that place of pain. Don't stay in that place of shame. That's not the life that God planned for you. If it causes you pain, if it causes you shame, you can change it. Praise God. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Hallelujah. And you know that we are not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. So whoever thinks to shame you because you are a Christian and because you stand for Jesus, it's not a shameful thing. It's the best thing that can happen to any Christian suffering persecution for the sake of Christ. Do it gladly. Do it with joy and do it with pride. Praise God. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, esteemed family. I'd like to welcome every one of us to be inspired by the World Global Time of Devotion. It's such a beautiful time every day with you all in this place. And we're going to have another awesome time with the Lord. Today is Friday, the 22nd of October, 2021. Praise the Lord. Wow, it's nine days to the end of, September, of October. 
90s, 90s brothers and sisters, what can you make happen in 90s? You know, for us in Christ Embassy, this is like the, the end of the ministry year, 2020, 2021 ministry year, and then we begin another year. What can you make happen in 90s? Praise God. Giving thanks is the time to look to this devotional article. Giving thanks. It says, in everything, give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. In everything, give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. It is God's will that irrespective of what happens, you should give thanks. Is it not funny how that Jesus had 5,000 or 4,000 to feed and he had five, in a case he had um, five bread and two fishes. In another case, he had about seven bread and the five fishes or so. And he did not panic. He didn't wonder, I, I, I have 5,000 people to feed. You are bringing me five bread and two fishes. Please get out of here. You know, that's how some of us are going to respond in such a situation. Bible says he lifted it up and gave thanks. You want to do something. It seems like you don't have enough funds for it. Do you begin to feel bad? Like, God, I serve you. How can I not have enough money to pay my rent? What kind of embarrassment is this? Or do you open your account and the one that is there, you lift it up and give thanks? The things in the Bible are documented for us to know the way of life of the Christian. Jesus gave thanks in that place. Jesus came, you know, before the, the, the tomb of Lazarus. He was dead. He's been four days dead, three or four days dead, and dead, dead, dead. He came before the, the tomb and, you know, people were saying different things. And the Bible says Jesus lifted up his eyes onto the heavens and he gave thanks. Throughout the life of Jesus, we see him give thanks in situations where normal men would panic, where normal men would cry, where normal men would worry. If we are like Jesus, how are you acting in that present situation? You lost your job when you wake up every morning. Are you crying and threatening God that if God doesn't give you a job, you're not going to serve him anymore? Or do you wake up, lift up your hands and give God praise for another brand new day filled with miracles for you? You know, the disposition that you have towards life will determine how much of the Christian life you would enjoy. In everything, give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. The will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you is that you give thanks in everything. What does it mean to give thanks? To give thanks is to speak blessings. When you study the gospel, there are several instances that show us how the Lord Jesus gave thanks by speaking blessings. In Matthew 26, 26, just before his betrayal, the Bible says, as they were eating, Jesus took bread and blessed it and break it and gave it to the disciples and said, take it, this is my body. 
On another occasion, before he fed a multitude with five loaves of bread and two fishes, two pieces of fish, he looked up to heaven and blessed and break the loaves and gave them to his disciples to set them to set before them, and the two fishes divided he among them all. You find that in Mark 6, 41. Notice what he did in both instances with the bread and the fish. He blessed them. Mark, in his writing, gave further insight to what Jesus did. He gave thanks, and he took the cup. And when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, and they all drank of it. Matthew, Mark 4, 14, 23. Mark 8 and verse 6 says, and he commanded the people to sit down. This is the second instance, to sit down on the ground. And he took the seven loaves and gave thanks and break and gave to his disciples to set before them. And they did set them before the people. So when the Bible says that Jesus took bread and blessed it, what he actually did was to give thanks. The words that he spoke were words of thanks. Learn to bless learn to bless remember god speaks through you he uses your mouth to bless to change circumstances to bring deliverance and salvation to others he uses your mouth to bring correction to issues such that no matter what's going on in your life or around you he can mend it you know he talked about you being a blessing to others and he's also now talking about you being able to correct the, the circumstances of your life. Hebrews 11.3 says, Through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. In other words, through the rema of God, God would bring a blessing where a curse had been intended. Is there somebody here who they say you came from a cursed lineage? They say your forefathers did something and a curse was placed upon them. Are you hearing this? In other words, through the rema of God, God would bring a blessing where a curse had been intended. He'll bring about prosperity, success, peace, and victory where poverty, failure, defeat, or destruction had been intended. Hallelujah. Every so often, declare, Father, I thank you in the name of Jesus. I, I, you should be repeating after me. Father, I thank you in the name of Jesus. I offer thanks for and in this situation because it is corrected. It is working out for my good and your perfect will is established. So maybe you know what that situation is. I really don't know about it. You should call the name of the situation. So I offer thanks for and in this situation, this situation of not having a job, this situation of mommy not be feeling well, this situation of um, waiting for scholarship for that educational um, plan, whatever the situation is, put it there. It says, hallelujah, even in blessing the Lord, it's the same thing. You bless him by giving thanks. Without the thanks in it, it will be empty. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Um, do you know that it is wrong for you to 
request for your needs, that is in praying for your needs. It is, let me be, I shouldn't use the word right. It is, it is, um, it is not the proper procedure to request for needs because Paul told us that Christ has supplied our needs according to his riches and glory. God has supplied our needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. Asking God for something he's already given you to me is, is an error. Okay, so um, we live in the same house and um, I wanted you to go on an errand for me this morning and then you needed about a million naira to do so. And then last night I brought cash to you and then I gave you the one million. And then you wake up this morning and you're asking me for the one million. I already gave it to you yesterday. I don't have it to give it to you again. Even if I had other monies, I did not plan to give you double for that assignment. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. Stop asking God for something he's already given you. The only request we're permitted to make in the place of prayer is in the place of intercession where we want to prevail against the will, we want to prevail over the will of other people who want other things that are wrong and not an, in, an inconsistent with God's will for mankind. Then we prevail. We are requesting for an alteration. We are requesting that the matter is turned around according to God's will. Those are the places where we make requests. The Christian is not meant to make a request for their personal lives, for what they need to do life every day. He talked about the spiral. He said they don't walk, they don't do anything, but our Heavenly Father supplies them on a daily basis. He said, are you not more important than the spiral? He talked about the flowers. He said they bud, they are beautiful. You are attracted to them. Many of us walk on the road and we pluck the flowers. Just that these days, modern civilization, we barely see flowers on our way home, on our way walking on the road anymore. They've destroyed all the plantations and all the vegetations. Back then, growing up, you pluck them virtually every day, going to school and coming back. You see flowers or you're taking an evening walk, you pluck the flowers and you're playing with them. He said, those flowers don't do anything. He just beautifies them. He said, are you not more important than the, those flowers? Those statements in the Bible, they are not to um, make the Bible complete. They are for you. They are God to, it's God talking to you. He said, if I can do that for flowers, guy, relax. I got you. So whatever the situation, brothers and sisters, if you would give thanks, if you would give thanks, look at the fact that every time Jesus gave thanks, a miracle followed. He gave thanks with the five loaves and two fishes. With the seven loaves, miracles followed. At the grave of Lazarus, he gave thanks, miracles followed. All the situations that, he, that, was, that was mentioned for us, even the miracle of his death, his burial, and his resurrection, when he gave thanks and did cut the communion with his disciples, the miracle of salvation for mankind followed. If that is so, so shall it also be with us. Whatever situation where we give thanks, miracles will follow. So learn not to cry, 
learn not to complain, but learn to lift up your hands towards heaven concerning that matter. Just give him thanks, give him thanks, bless his name, thank him, tell him how grateful you are, how appreciative, how happy, how glad that you know him and knowing that he loves you as much as he loves Jesus, you know that this matter is settled and it can only get better. And then go about your day and continue with your life. You will certainly return with a testimony. Praise God. Over to you, Sister Joy. Thank you so much, everyone, for your time. God bless you. Thank you so much, esteemed Sister Maka, for today's ministration. Praise God. Good morning, everyone. Good afternoon. Good evening, depending on what part of the world you're connected from at this time. Thank you, esteemed Sister Maka, for this wonderful opportunity. Our further study, Colossians 3.17. And whatsoever ye do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God and the Father by him. Psalm 118, verse 1. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, because his mercy endureth forever. Psalm 105, verse 1 to 2. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, call upon his name, make known his deeds among the people, see of all his wondrous works. Hallelujah. And finally, Psalm 105, verse 1 to 2. Finally, Psalm 41, verse 13. Blessed him. Amen and amen. Praise the Lord. So we're going to take the prayer together. You don't have to unmute your mic. Just repeat after me wherever you are. Dear Heavenly Father, I speak blessings in everything. I speak blessings over my family and invoke your prosperity over my job, finances, health, ministry, and all that concerns me. I thank you for your grace, power, and love that's manifested in all areas of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise the Lord. Very quickly, we're going to move on to our New Testament Bible reading. And we've been reading the book of First Timothy. Excuse me. Today we continue with chapter four. Thank you so much, esteemed Brother Martins. Today we continue with chapter four, First Timothy chapter four. Praise God. Caption, teach with your life. We are reading the message Bible. The Spirit makes it clear that as time goes on, some are going to give up on the faith and chase after demonic illusions put forth by professional liars. These liars have lied so well and for so long that they've lost their capacity for truth. They will tell you not to get married. They will tell you not to eat this or that food. Perfectly good food God created to be eaten heartily and with thanksgiving by believers who know better. Everything God created is good and to be received with thanks. Nothing is to be sneered at and thrown, thrown out. God's word and our prayers make every item in creation holy. You've been raised on the message of the faith and have followed sound teaching. 
Now, pass on this counsel to the followers of Jesus there, and you will be a good servant of Jesus. Stay clear of silly stories that get dressed up as religion. Exercise daily in God. No spiritual flabbiness, please. Workouts in the gymnasium are useful, but a disciplined life in God is far more so, making you fit both today and forever. You can count on this. Take it to heart. This is why we've thrown ourselves into these ventures so totally. We are banking on the living God, savior of all men and women, especially believers. Get the word out. Teach all these things and don't let anyone put you down because you are young. Teach believers with your life, by word, by demeanor, by love, by faith, by integrity. Stay at your post, reading scripture, giving counsel, teaching, and that special gift of ministry you were given when the leaders of the church laid hands on you and prayed. Keep that dusted off and in use. And finally, verse 15 to 16. Cultivate these things. Immerse yourself in them. The people will all see you mature right before their eyes. Keep a firm grasp on both your character and your teaching. Don't be diverted. Just keep at it. Both you and those who hear you will experience salvation. Praise the Lord. And with that, we've come to the end of today's New Testament Bible reading. Thank you so much, esteemed Sister Maka, for this beautiful opportunity. Right now, we're going to move over to the Old Testament Bible reading, and I'd like to welcome the esteemed Brother John. Thank you so much, everyone, for your time. Over to you, Brother John. Thank you very much, Sister Joy. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. Depending on wherever you're connected from, thank you. Estimbra Martins for helping us to project the scriptures on the screen. Also, a big thank you to Estimbra Marak for this opportunity. Old Testament reading for today is um, Jeremiah 11 and 12. So the caption, the terms of this covenant, the message that came to Jeremiah from God, preached to the people of Judah and citizens of Jerusalem, tell them this. This is God's message, the message of Israel's God to you. Anyone who does not keep the terms of this covenant is cursed. The terms are clear. I made them plain to your ancestors when I delivered them from Egypt out of the iron furnace of suffering. Obey what I tell you. Do exactly what I command you. Your obedience will close the deal. You will be mine and I will be yours. This will provide the conditions in which I will be able to do what I promised your ancestors, to give them a fertile and lush land. And as you know, that is what I did. Yes, God, I replied, that's true. God continued, preach all this in the towns of Judah and the streets of Jerusalem. Say, listen to the terms of this covenant and carry them out. I warned your ancestors when I delivered them from Egypt and I kept up the warnings. I haven't quit warning them for a moment. I warned them from morning to night. Obey me or else. But they didn't obey. They paid no attention to me. They did whatever they wanted to do, whenever they wanted to do it. Until finally I stepped in and ordered the punishment set out in the covenant, which despite all my warnings, they had ignored. Then God said, 
there is a conspiracy among the people of Judah and, and the citizens of Jerusalem. They've plotted to reenact the sins of their ancestors. The ones who disobeyed me and decided to go after other gods and worship them. Israel and Judah are in this together, mindlessly breaking the covenant I made with the ancestors. Well, your God has something to say about this. Watch out. I'm about to visit doom on you. And no one will get out of it. You're going to cry for help, but I won't listen. And all the people of Judah, all the people in Judah and Jerusalem, will start praying to the gods you have been sacrificing to all these years. But it won't do a bit of good. You've got as many gods as you have villages, Judah. And you've got enough altars for sacrifices to that impotent sex god bow to put one on every street corner in Jerusalem. And as for you, Jeremiah, I don't want you praying for these people. Nothing, not a word of petition. Indeed, I'm not going to listen to a single syllable of their crisis prayers. What business do the ones I love have figuring out how to get off the hook and write in the house of worship? Do you think making promises and devising pious programs will save you from doom? Do you think you can get out of this by becoming more religious? A mighty oak tree, majestic and glorious. That is how I once described it. But it will only take a clap of thunder and a bolt of lightning to leave you a shattered wreck. I, God of the angel armies, who planted you, yes, I've pronounced doom on you. Why? Because of the disastrous life you have lived. Israel and Judah alike. Guarding me to anger with your continuous worship and offerings to that sorry God, Bow. God told me what was going on. That is how I knew. You, God, opened my eyes to their evil scheming. I had no idea what was going on. Naive as a lamb, being led to slaughter. I didn't know they had it in for me. I didn't know of their behind-the-scenes plots. Let's get rid of the preacher. That will stop the sermons. Let's get rid of him for good. He won't be remembered for long. Then I said, God of the angel arms, you are a fair judge. You examine and cross-examine human actions and motives. I want to see these people shown up and put down. I'm an open book before you clear my name. That sent a signal to God who spoke up. Here is what I will do to the men of Anathoth who are trying to murder you. The men who say, don't preach us. Don't preach to us in God's name. Or we will kill you. Yes, it is God of the angel I'm speaking. Indeed, I will call them to account. Their young people will die in battle. Their children will die of starvation. And there will be no one left at, at all. None. I'm visiting the men of Anathoth with doom, doomsday. Wow. While reading this, I remember yesterday I was listening to a message by a pastor, son of consolation. And pastor... In the beginning of the message, Pastor was talking about those that were writing terrible things about him years ago. Those sub-cell magazines that were always writing lies and lies about him those years. And said he would pass and he would say, at these magazines, those that are involved, every one of them, they will starve to eat and all that. And when I listen, I remember that, oh, it's been a long time I saw those magazines. Those guys are nowhere to be found anymore. Don't vex. <laughs> so now looking at what has happened, yeah, it just reminded me of that. Okay, 
Jeremiah 12, caption, what makes you think you can race against horses? Verse 1, you are right, O God, and you set things right. I can't argue with that, but I do have some questions. Why do bad people have it so good? Why do corn artists make it big? You planted them and they put down roots. They flourished and produced fruits. They talk as if they are old friends with you. But they couldn't care less about you. Meanwhile, you know me inside and out. You don't let me get by with a thing. Make them pay for the way they live. Pay with their lives like sheep marked for slaughter. How long do we have to put up with this? The country depressed, the farms in ruins, and all because of wickedness, these wicked lives. Even animals and birds are dying off because they have nothing to do with God and think God has nothing to do with them. So Jeremiah, if you're worn out in this foot race with men, what makes you think you can race against horses? And if you can't keep your wits during times of calm, what's going to happen when troubles break loose? Like the Jordan in the flood? Those closest to you, your own brothers and cousins, are walking against you. They are out to get you. They will stop at nothing. Don't trust them, especially when they are smiling. I will abandon the house of Israel. Walk away from my beloved. I will turn over to those I most love. I will turn over those that I most love to those who are her enemies. She's been, she's been, this one I heard there, like a snarling lion in the jungle, growling and burying her teeth at me, and I can't take it anymore. Has this one I hold there become a preening peacock? But isn't she under attack by vultures? Then invite all the hungry animals at large, invite them in for a free meal. Foreign scavenging shepherds will loot and trample my fields, turn my beautiful work cared for fields into vacant lots of tin cans and thistles. They leave them littered with junk, a green land, a land in laments. The whole countryside is a wasteland and no one will really care. The barbarians will invade, swarm over hills and plains. The judgment sword of God will take its toll from the one end of the land to the other. Nothing living will be safe. They will plant weeds and reap weeds. Nothing they, they do will work out. They will look at their migrant crops and wring their hands. All this the result of God's fierce anger. God's message regarding all the bad neighbors who abused the land I gave to Israel as their inheritance. I'm going to pluck them out of their lands and then pluck Judah out from among them. Once I've pulled the bad neighbors out, I will relent and take them tenderly to my heart and put them back where they belong, put each of them back in their home country on their family farms. Then, if they will get serious about living my way and pray to me as well, as they taught my people to pray to that God bow, everything will go well for them. But if they won't listen, then I will pull them out of their land by the roots and cut them off to the dump. Total destruction, God's decree. May the Lord bless the reading of his word in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you so much, esteemed brother John. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. Depending on what part of the world you're connected from at this time, I'd like to say a very big thank you to the esteemed sister Maka for this opportunity. At this time, we are taking the affirmation of today's meeting. And the affirmation is on the screen at this time. We set affirmation by taking our names. My name is, you say your name. I have the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Christ. In this part, your name, I'm granted according to 
the riches of the glory of Christ. I name in John and O. This point I'll call you ask you to please unmute your mics as we go. Okay, at this point, we're going straight to the communion segment of today's meeting. But before I take the text, um, this morning while I was praying, there was a scripture this where God began to minister to me. And then when Sister, the esteemed Sister Grace was taking that song, My Beautifier, this real God brought it very much home. And that scripture is on the screen. Isaiah chapter 43, verse 18 and 19. Praise God. Message translation. No, um, the passion translation. It says, stop dwelling on the past. Don't even remember these former things. I am doing something brand new. Something unheard of. Even now it sprouts and grows and matures. Don't you perceive it? I will make a way in the wilderness and open up flowing streams in the desert. Isaiah chapter 43, verse 18 and 19, Passion Translation. Praise the Lord. 
Stop dwelling on the past. The Spirit of God is saying to you. He says, stop dwelling on the past. I will make a way even in the desert. He will do a new thing, something brand new. You know, um, if you are in debt, if you are owing anybody, if you're in debt or you did a business that did not go well and that brought you to debt, if you have any challenge concerning the kind of the business you've done that seemingly did not work out, Okay, First Corinthians chapter 11, verse 23. For I receive of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take it, this is my body, which is broken for you. This too, in remembrance of me. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we thank you for the breaking of bread this day. Kai, Tukanda, Stegadori, and Dusia. Frak Lidons, Gejik, the Kakundis, Elekantus, Ofradilon, Gagadila, Gaigadus, Elashtakuskia. As we break this bread, Puka, Sata, Kilaguri, and Dusha. If there be any amongst us who is in debt, Paraduski, we break the band. We declare that as you have said in your word that you will do a new thing. Oh, shit. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, the monies are made available. The debts are written off by the power of the Holy Ghost in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And yea, Thank you for the brand new thing that you've begun in their lives. In our lives, we give you praise, O oh God. We worship you. You be all the glory forever. In Jesus' name. Go ahead and break the bread and eat it. Oh, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. After the same manner, also, he took the cup and he has stopped saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do you as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show the Lord's death. So he come. There's another scripture I would quickly want to read to you. Yekabashanda Lavradi. First Samuel chapter 30, verse 8. KJV is on the screen. And David inquired of the Lord, saying, Shall I pursue this troop? Shall I overtake them? And he said, and he answered him, Pursue, for thou shalt surely overtake. And without fail, recover all. That business you did that seemed to have failed, that money that you seem to have lost, all that has happened in the past, Idai Kadu, Engus Olushko, Bragadila, Kori Gadila, Kekadu, Skelebrandia, you will surely recover all by the power of the Holy Ghost. In the name of the Lord Jesus, nothing missing, nothing wanting, nothing losing. Everything. Paradu, Zegepok, Arundia. Oh, Father, we thank you as we take this cup. Miso, Shido, Ragadila, Gobradila. We recover all by the power of the Holy Ghost. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Lord, we give you praise. Thank you. For you alone are God. Thank you, Lord. You be all the glory forever. In Jesus' name. Go ahead and take the cup. Mindala Barundus. Jigo Pragadila Gabra Dijalamundia. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. 
We give you praise. We worship you. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Praise God. Glory, 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 glory. How? Glory to God. At this point, I'll kindly hand over to the esteemed Sister George that goes through the celebration segment of the meeting. Thank you, everyone, and have a wonderful day. Thank you so much, esteemed Brother Martin. Praise God. Thank you, esteemed Sister Macaf, for this wonderful opportunity. All right. Do we have anyone whose birthday is today or your wedding anniversary? Maybe your work anniversary or your salvation anniversary. Anything you are celebrating today, please kindly raise up your hand very quickly. Praise God. Or if you know anyone celebrating today and you like us to pray for them, please. Okay. Okay, I can see Sister NG, Sister Depeggy, and Sister Grace. Please, very quickly, very quickly, go ahead and tell us whose birthday it is. Praise the Lord. Good morning. Good morning. This is Sister NG. Thank you. Thank, you so much. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Actually, uh, it's my baby. She's five months old today. I also see it as a birthday. Wow. Thank you so much. Wow. Happy happy five months birthday to your baby. She'll continue to grow in the grace of God. Praise God. Amen. All right. Can we have Sister Grace? Good morning, Sister Joy. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Um, it's kind of uh, okay. Today, there's, um, we have a program that a major, major program. And um, somehow we had a last minute change of venue. So um, I just want us to pray concerning the program. Uh, what has happened is not a distraction and it is a success. Praise God. All right. Um, well noted. Can we have um, the Peggy? I don't know if I got that. Good morning. Good morning, Joy. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Um, my younger brother gave birth, my wife gave birth this morning, early hours of this morning. Wow. So, beautiful baby boy. So, wow. this is actually his birthday. Wow. Congratulations. Uh, thank you. All right. Congratulations. All right. Um, thank you so much, esteemed sister Maka. Um, right now, I'd like to hand over to the esteemed sister Maka. Thank you, Ma. Praise God. Thank you so much, Sister Joy. Thank you, Brother Martins, Brother John, Pastor Deborah, and Sister Grace. Thank you for blessing us daily with the investment of your spirit. Father, we thank you for all those whose birthdays are today. Thank you for the new baby that has been born to the Kinesics, Peggy's younger brother. Thank you for Sister Grace, who has a program Thank you for those who have joined us for the first time. We thank you because your will is done in all of these lives and all of the situations surrounding them. Thank you because it gets better. And indeed, it's glory to glory, grace heaped upon grace, success to success. Thank you, Lord, because that which you have planned for them today and for this new year, 
it's filled with miracles, filled with victories, and your perfect will is done in their lives. They continually grow in the word and prevail by the word. Thank you, Father. We give you praise in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen, amen, amen. Praise God. Congratulations to every one of you, and the Lord bless and keep you greatly in Jesus' name. Amen. We'll come to the end of today's um, devotion. Um, we're seeing the possibility of still meeting up with our 7 a.m. benchmark time, and the Lord will help us. Praise God. It's time for us to share the benediction. Please unmute your mic as we share. And the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of the Lord Enjoy the rest of your day, everyone. I'm alive. 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 I'm alive.